0: Chapter 29, the final analysis. Luke 21, 17 through 19. All men will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. By standing firm, you will gain life. Jesus said some troubling things. He said some things that honestly seemed downright insensitive. One time, when a 12-year-old girl died, Jesus walked into the grieving house and said, What's with all the wailing? She's not dead. She's just sleeping. Wow. Really? I mean, if that were my little girl and someone rolled up in my house on the hardest day of my life saying something like that, I would have a really hard time not throwing him out the door. Once, Jesus and his disciples got a message that his friend Lazarus was sick. The disciples probably started packing up their stuff to leave as soon as they heard this message, assuming Jesus would spring into action, but he didn't move a muscle. Instead, Jesus said, this sickness won't end in death. The problem, of course, was that Lazarus did in fact die. He died from that sickness and Jesus didn't show up to stop it. What if you had been one of Lazarus's sisters who sent the message? How would you have felt when the messenger showed back up at the house without Jesus? I think I would have been feeling a very explosive mixture of confusion and anger. I would have said, well, where's Jesus? Didn't you find him? Didn't you give him the message about Lazarus? And what would you do when the messenger replied, yeah, I found him and... I gave him the message, but he didn't come back with me. He said not to worry because this sickness wouldn't end in death. I wonder if Mary or Martha just started screaming at that point. Like, what? This sickness won't end in death? Well, it did end in death. He's dead. Come see for yourself. My brother is dead. In Luke chapter 21... Jesus was talking about the destruction of Jerusalem and the end of the world. He said that when everything goes down, people are going to be dragged before rulers, mistreated and persecuted. He said that some folks will be betrayed by siblings and friends. He said everyone would hate them and some of them would even be killed. And then Jesus said this weird thing, but not a hair of your head will perish. Wait, what? I mean, how could he say that? How could Jesus say that a dead girl is only sleeping or that Lazarus's sickness wouldn't end in death or that betrayed, persecuted, and executed people won't have a hair on their head perish? You know, the only way something like that makes any sense at all is if these really tragic situations weren't the end of the story. Jesus' seemingly insensitive outbursts. They only become beautiful if he has something else up his sleeve, if he's got another card to play. All right, I, I want you to hang with me for a second because I'd like to share something that I just personally don't really like about Lent. Sometimes, during the Lenten season, people focus on the sufferings of Christ. As if they are actually living through them in real time like an observer would have lived through them. And in order to really do this, these folks think that they have to kind of force themselves to ignore the truth of the resurrection while they are dealing with the truth of the crucifixion. I guess the point of that mental exercise is to kind of emotionally experience what the disciples lived through as our Lord was enduring the very worst moments of his passion. And look, on the one hand, I totally understand what these folks are going for. They want to experience the way it must have felt to actually be there during Jesus's death. And I totally get that. But on the other hand, I don't like pretending the resurrection hasn't already happened. I don't like mentally and emotionally putting myself through something really devastating as if the amazing result hasn't already happened as well. And by the way, and, and I think this is actually really critical. The thing that's really interesting is that our Lord didn't even want the disciples to go through it the first time without knowing the truth of the resurrection. You see, it turns out that every single time Jesus foretold what would happen to him in terms of his sufferings and death, he also immediately told them that he would rise again on the third day. I mean, if these guys have been paying attention The disciples literally never would have had to live through one without knowing about the other. Knowing about Jesus' resurrection from the dead doesn't lessen the impact or the gravity of his death in the slightest. In fact, it only serves to fill his death with meaning. Because, guys, if he hadn't come back from the grave, he wouldn't have been who he said he was. He would have been just another man and unable to save us from our sins. I don't want to remember Friday's cross without also remembering the stone rolled away on Sunday morning. I don't want to quote, live the moment of Jesus's death and pretend even for a second that the story ended in tragedy and hopelessness. When Jesus said his life was his and that he had the authority to lay it down, He ended that sentence by saying he had the authority to take it up again in the same breath. He told the religious leadership that if they tore down the temple of his body, he would raise it up again in three days. As he bled and paid for us on the cross, Jesus told a dying criminal that they would be together in paradise that very day. Jesus's death should never, never be separated from his resurrection from the dead. Not even for a second. the more I understand how completely inseparable his death and resurrection are, the more certain things start to make sense. I realize that in the end, because of his death and resurrection, no matter what happens to me here in this world, I will live forever in perfect paradise with Jesus. And Jesus wants me to remember that Jesus raised that little girl from the dead, but you know, she died of something else later. He raised Lazarus from the dead, but that dude's not still walking around. He died again of something else at some point. Thousands of people have been persecuted and killed for their faith in Christ. And yet Jesus raises them all from the dead to live in untouchable immortality and ceaseless eternal joy. In the final analysis, an earthly death is like a nap. No sickness here Ever truly ends in death and no hair on my head ever really perishes in the final analysis the risen one will raise me up with him forever and I never want to live even one second pretending that that's not the very truth of God for more get to a quiet place and read Luke 21 12 through 19 and John 11 1 through 26 if you've believed in Jesus your eternal destiny is secure and you're headed to paradise with him forever how does that truth help you face your current troubles let him know all about it